When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay. Another golden bachelor in the books. How are you? We did it. Um, What's going on? Hold on. You went to Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. How was it? Dancing with the Stars. (laughs) It looked awesome on stories. I was watching every single one. What charity had you there as her guest? How was yeah. it? What was it like? Is it a fun show? Is it a long show? Give us uh, the tea. It it definitely. Um, so it's very similar, I think, with like the filming strategy as um, the men tell all. So one okay. of the girls who I was sitting next to, there was three of us there. It was me, Dotton, and her friend Adrian. And uh, we were there for charity. And we were in. I was not expecting to be in the second row. Like we were up front it was good yeah it was it was it was pretty crazy and um it we started at like we had to be in our seats by 3 45 and then the show didn't end until like seven it's a it's a two-hour show yeah it's a long time and we had to do pre-filming they filmed the opening number ahead of time that's all pre-recorded so we're filming from like 3.45 to 5 o'clock, the opening number. And mm. it's a lot of standing up, sitting down, clapping, smiling, cheering. And like there's a guy, you know, in the crowd there's doing the whole. a warm-up guy. Yeah. They, I, mean, yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a big job for comedians. I mean, that's a hard job. I don't know how he did it. Physically demanding. I know a few warm-up guys and you got to be all energy. You can't be dirty you gotta ask does he did he ask people questions and yeah he where was you randomly from going through and, like yes exactly he was going yeah. through and asking you know it was the disney 100 night so he was going mm-hmm. through asking a lot of kids questions about where they're from you know all the you're you're exactly right you had it yeah, was it, it's one of those jobs, i was impressed like, yeah comedians want that job because it's like very it's consistent money you know it's a it's a job but it is a job job like uh you gotta really work and especially you know kids like you're trying to get kids focused you got to be school teacher and comedian and life of the party and the friend of the audience all at the same time and 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 if you've never been in a studio audience like they need you know you got to have people cheering you gotta have people clapping hey hey i want everyone we got to get shots of people looking happy sad and it's all to make the experience at home what it is and to get you on the couch thinking, you know, uh, getting emotional with the audience. Like when I when we make fun of the Dome of the Indatables, I know that like most of the audience there, I'm not, you know, stupid. I know that most of them are, you know, people who are actors and looking to get work and just looking for something. Yeah. Something to do. And, you know, it, it's a it, it's a whole thing. It's a whole industry. I know I was sitting uh, Adrian, the girl who I was sitting next to, she was at the mentel all and she was like, that was brutal because <laughs> right. that was eight hours. This was only we were sitting there for maybe like three and a half, four. And I was like, I'm sending an invoice at the end of this. I was like, <laughs> this was a full time job. I couldn't Pluck. believe my face was hurting so bad by the end of it from smiling and clapping and uh, Mm -hmm. the whole time i mean plus you get you know the the only good thing is those dances like at least those probably become a break 
Yeah, the dances were actually amazing. I don't understand mm. how they do it. They learn a dance every single week, a whole new dance. And they're training all week for it. And then when I got there, they had already been in hair. And they started getting in hair and makeup around 6 or 7 a.m. Oh, my and God. And then they had to rehearse in the morning. They do it rehearsals, practicing with the cameras and the lighting and this and that. And then we come in. I don't. And then after they have a whole press junket after every show. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a full day. I mean, like they must a full day. I mean, none of them must drink an ounce of alcohol like, you, you know, like How? you can't you can't it'd be too too much on your body and your mind. Yeah. So and I also was not expecting to actually be on camera. I knew yeah. I was like, OK, I was assuming that I would be in a, an area that you could probably see me. I was like, let me wear a right. bright color so my parents can find my parents watch that night because, you know, it's all about me. Uh, of course. <laughs> and it was I was in the second row. I was right in front of like David Dobrik, which. Oh, my God. Literally right in front of like him. And then I was right in back of uh, the woman who plays Cindy on the Brady Bunch because Barry Williams is on the show. OK, so it was it was very um, surreal looking around. Is David Dobrik. What was his thing? Was he a child star? No, just like a YouTuber who got. I don't know all the details, but there was like a weird. Cancellation I don't know his... that I do not know the details about, but it, yeah. it got uh, weird for a second. Okay, I I just don't know his world. He every time he kind of pops up somewhere, it just looks like some teenager was given a blank check and is happy that it happened. Like he kind of has. That. I think he's like an early YouTuber. Like right. he like jumped on the YouTube train very early, got. A big following and ran with it. So he was a he was a guest right. of Harry Jowsey, who was on Too Hot to Handle. Gotcha. Uh, Harry Jowsey was really trying to become famous. Like that guy. Yeah. I I remember. I don't know him from Too Hot to Handle, but I know that he went on that show. And then, you know, you just hear from PR PR people. There's certain people, and people don't know this. Like for podcasts, you just get emails all the time. Will you please have Harry Jowsey on? And it seems like he got what he wanted. He he found uh, he found yeah. he found uh, you know he found a, a door that was open for him to get on a show like this. this. Is a big deal for him, I'm sure. Well, the first the first season of Too Hot to Handle, they all really blew up. It was at the beginning of 2020, yeah. like when we all, it was right at the beginning of lockdown. We got fed Too Hot to Handle, and that was a massive takeoff for all these people. Okay. They all had tons of followers, and then so a lot of them. Have, made have been pretty successful from that show Got but it. um but yeah so like when each person had charity closed out the show mm -hmm. and so when each person went to dance the cameramen knew which people were here for who right um, yeah they, they gotta get the most excited people and so they so they came up to every uh so when charity danced after she was done dancing they um, the cameraman has his camera i mean i'm three feet away from our faces and yeah. <laughs> holds it there the entire time the judge is speaking and the entire time they're interviewing. And so my face is like frozen and I'm just clapping because I'm like, I don't know what, at what point they're going to actually show me. Right. And then what the did height she get for a score. She got three eights, which uh -huh. is great. Uh -huh. She was looking for nines, but uh, yeah. yeah, she got three eights, which was one of the highest scores of the evening. And I think, I didn't realize I don't I'm not a dancing with the stars girl. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really watch that. Um, but the so there's the voting where the audience does the it's like text your votes to whatever right. number. Um, but there's also the judges score. So they combine those the judges scores with um, the audience voting. And that's how mm. we pick whoever is safe for the night or whoever goes home. And Man, it must be great to ha be like a Harry Jowsey, a Charity, an Ariana Maddox, because right. you have this following. Like, they're dedicated to you. Like, I mean, right. you know, Barry Williams from Brady Bunch, he's older, so 
sure there are probably parents watching or his maybe texting no, and but they road. don't have yeah. the it's not the the umph like Charlie D'Amelio last season one she was an amazing dancer but she also has one of the biggest mm-hmm. followings on social media right so it's, kinda, it's interesting it, 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 the audience vote isn't really fair but they mm-hmm. you know that's a big part of it no I'm looking at the uh, so, cast right now Matt Walsh didn't stick around for long I'm sure no, he wasn't on there that when no. I was there. <laughs> wasn't on. Allison Hannigan. Yeah, she was there. Still I, I there. Mean, such a nostalgic a... gut punch. I was like, whoa. <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's 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 upsetting that Allison Hannigan's nostalgic now. Like, I know. <laughs> right. So it is. It well, is. Th- what a fantastic experience. That's so much fun. I'm happy you went. It was very, very cool. And the best part was at the same time you were on the Tonight Show. You looked I was. great. Thank you. Uh, shout out to Gordon Stylehouse, my friend Lisa Gordon. She's a stylist. If you're out there, you want to get dressed for something. She's the go to. Uh, my parents came in. They flew in the morning. They flew out that night. My I did the rehearsal. They my mom out that same night that morning. They came in on a they got in at like 11 and then they left that night at 830 and then back to Boca. So um, <laughs> they're quick. And they were like, oh, yeah, they were quick. They were, you know, it was like having two dogs without a leash. You know, they're just they're running around. My dad's taking coffee from the Kelly Clarkson show. My mom I'm kissed Jimmy Fallon's hand for some reason. Um, they have you do a rehearsal before, which I like, it's, it's like just to say the words and they have you do it for the camera people. So I do it for all the camera people. My parents come in to like watch the rehearsal. My mom, I I get done. The rehearsal's like, this is what I'm doing. Like, there's no changing the jokes. My mom goes, take out that one joke. And I'm like, I, that's not, I don't know. No, it's not an option. Right. These have been, what I'm getting ready to record. (laughs) Let's, uh, not do that. Yeah. They're not exactly, um, they're going to bringing them is like bringing like a, to, to like the, do the tonight shows, like bringing a mental gymnastics course, like, like an obstacle course for your, you know, your, your, your confidence. Um, so yeah. it was fun. Um, I think the set was good. The audience was a little um, was a little bit bizarre. Like I, you know, I know what the jokes get. I know what's a hundred percenter, and I know what's yeah. like a seventy percenter. So when I do stand up, like you're always trying to get the seventy percenters to a hundred percenter. But sometimes you just like a line, and you're like, if people like this line, then they get it more than the others get it. You know, so. Like there's a line where I reference joke. Thank you. That I well I fucked that one up. I, there's another part to it there's, that I forgot oh my to God, do. I would have never known. Well, I you know I usually say and I you know when when the audience is with you, and I just think I was like I, I was trying to get something out of you're trying to bleed a stone a little bit. And listen, I have those yeah. nights. I you know I don't I don't you get asked a lot. I'm not in the business of blaming an audience. The set, I like the set. It, 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 I thought it was good, but um, so good. And and even me saying this sounds like I'm blaming the. Audience. I I so like you. There's a joke about the Bethany Frankel joke. Like when people yeah. get that, they like love that fucking joke, you know. But that is a joke. Someone is half the audience is just N- who you know. They don't know. You know, like it's a. So it, it is funny, but when it works for someone, it fucking works, you know? So, like, that's why I yeah. kept it. I love Because I, that's why I love it. Because you go, oh, we're connected on a different level. So, you know, I got done and I was like, it's just such a rush. It goes, you know, five minutes, you're done. They, Jimmy comes out to you, he's like, ah, you know, goes crazy. And it, it was all great. But then you kind of leave there and it's six o'clock on a. Tuesday and you're spit back out to you're like what just happened what just happened (laughs) right and you kind of just wait for it to come on and so that was it was fun you know I'm I'm happy about it if you want to go watch it you can go on YouTube you can see the full set you can see all the parts yeah the the Chipotle joke is supposed to go the host is supposed to say I'm sorry that's incorrect and I and I say ah she'd probably blame my dad and she'd probably she'd blame my dad and she randomly says, like, your father never took out the trash. You know, like, 
That would be the yeah. ending of it. But it's um, I'm happy. My with mom it. I, pronounced Chipotle wrong right. the entire time. <laughs> the second you said that, I had tears welling up in my eyes. I was like, I know this too you know this, well. Right. That, that's the whole point. And like, you know, my live show, I'm talking all about family. And it's like, you know, this was also I had to choose material that wasn't from Netflix, wasn't important to my live show again if you're in yeah. philly if you're in philadelphia i'm there friday night first show sold out there's a second show with tickets available um so you gotta go and like sir you have to like frankenstein a set together so you like you know like i you know the acronym joke i did eight years ago and i love that joke and i always thought it was a good closer to a, a late night set so it's like loved let's throw it in you know so it's just interesting the way these things come together and what you, and then you get to see a finished product. But it was like I went on stage seven times at the Comedy Cellar Monday, six times on Sunday to like Sheesh. work on it, wor worked on it all through the weekend in Charlotte, did it in Seattle. Like, you know, you and you really can't start working on it until like a couple weeks before because you just you're doing other shit. So I, I mean, again, I saw I, I'm Jimmy happy you enjoyed dying you. in the background. I saw Jimmy dying in the background. He, I would always look over and he's like cracking <clears throat> up. He's the best laugher in the crowd. You know, in Paris Hilton was there and Issa Rae. But, uh, you know, it, it was it was fun. My mom, like you don't really talk to each other. It's not like we all hang out in one room like everyone does their own thing. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it was a great experience. And if you want to go watch it, it's on YouTube. Um, you can go. I, I'll link to it in my Instagram. Uh, thank you. I'm happy you enjoyed, Kay. Um, I loved the um, the Instagram story where it had the three of you on there. I was like, what a yeah, right. fucking lineup. I was like, yeah. that is crazy to have your face next to Paris Hilton and Issa Rae. Like, it's it's one of those girls. Right. And it's one of those things. It's like, in, you know, the credibility wise, like it's like. You know, I've been doing stand up for 13 years and even saying that feels weird. It's it feels as weird as saying, you know, Allison Hannigan's nostalgic, you know, like. Um, yeah. You know, like so uh, it's cool to like, you know, be on a big show, The Tonight Show. You know, it's you know, that's uh, that's the one. So. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights out on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. And for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link honeylove.com slash bachelor support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash bachelor when talking about shapewear honey loves best-selling superpower short is the go-to it is targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression it is amazing i've been wearing it for years now it fits me so well and i'm not kidding you when they say it doesn't roll down it does not roll down and it hugs you in all the right places their signature x targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves this piece is also a booty lifter boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. 
That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Let's get to the episode. We, we've kind of, we, we, yeah. we went through the, you know, the, the Kay and Jared news break, but um, news what update. Did you, let's just get right into it. Go, uh, let's, let's go. Yeah. All right. So we're already halfway through the season and it hasn't disappointed us yet. This week, Susan gets a crystal. Kathy wants Teresa to zip it. And Gary goes on a four wheeler. Another perfect episode. So, yeah, let's do it. What did you name the episode? I called it Gary's in a pickle. Um, because, yeah, you know, we talked about Harry Jowsey and this like yearn for followers and fame that comes from a lot of these reality shows. And that is not here. I don't feel it. I don't see it. I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but it's no. and and when you take away that element, these people are here to fall in love. Like it, it, it I'm 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 buying what they're selling. Like so Gary is going to be in trouble. Like I again, I call it Gary's in a pickle. They play pickleball, but I I I just like I think that like some of these women are in love with him. Yes. And not and one or two. It's it's I think a lot of them are really excited about the prospect of not just Gary because he's a good guy and seems like a wonderful partner, but like uh, just to have a partner. I think they're really really head over heels. I think it's going to be hard for him to send women home. I think a lot right. of it he's going to have to hope and rely on a Nancy situation where she's like, I feel like you have deeper connections with someone else. And he's like, right. well, I'm not going to argue with that. I was like, Ooh. Right. when he, yeah, that he, happened, I was like, I it mean, was real though. Saw, I mean, what, do, what did you real. want him to say? I had the same reaction. I was like, Oh, okay, Gary. Um, but he, again, you can't ignore what's happening here. Like, you know, and the writings on the wall. Nancy sees that she's like, "I'm gonna go. Good to, yeah, good to see you." You know, and I, I love that actually. I, I uh, me too, me too. You know, I, 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 yeah. But what did you call this week's episode? Um, I called it "Jealousy Has No Age Limit." Um, right. I couldn't figure out if I was gonna go with jealousy or maturity, because mm. maturity it, it it also felt very immature aspects of this. Um. Uh, Kathy is just a conundrum to me. <laughs> Last I episode, I was with Kathy. This one, it you know, it, it's like one of it's one of those things where you go, it's enough. Like you said your piece. You you you, you don't get along with this person. Obviously, yeah. This ain't a match. Uh, you got to move on from it because then there's a point where it's like you are the one that's the problem. You know, like you're the problem. If you hang on a subject too long, it's like, okay, this is more about you than anything else. Yeah, I this was um tough watch of Kat even though I like Kathy, it was a tough watch for her this week. It was a really, really <laughs> really tough watch. I I Kathy, I don't like you anymore. I can't even I don't even like You're I don't out. even like I'm out on Kathy. I'm You're out. out on Kathy. Okay. Yeah, no, listen, I get it. I, I like, I think, Kat, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, to this week she was just, it was like, it, it, it borderline mean, you know? And there's no, there's no real connection. Like, if she actually had something with Gary, I'd be like, all right, maybe she's just like super jealous, not used to this type mm-hmm. of situation. But I have they even kissed? Well. You know, have th- have, has there been any sort of real movement in their relationship? That's where this episode kind of it's like that's kind of what, you know, when I'm referencing when it's like they're, you know, it's connection versus person like our connection versus like, uh, you know, just having someone like I, you know, I don't see this show as being sad. I think Kathy's going to find someone because of this show. But I I do think there's a there was an this this got heavy to me this episode like yeah. i i actually think because you start to see like they really want someone to spend the day with they want someone to, to hang with and that was kind of kathy's thing that i felt and 
You know, I even think they put in that never have I ever game in because of how heavy it got. Like, I think they that would have been end of the episode blooper that got put in. uh, Yeah, it didn't feel like that was like I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that either because I was like, first of all, who prompted this? And the questions were all super sexy, which I wasn't I wasn't ready for, I don't think. Right, it was like plopped into ready. this like very heavy episode. It was it was a strange addition. I agree. I think it was going to be the um, the end of the blooper type. You know, when she, I forget who it was, but when Natasha was like, "We need chairs at the rose ceremony," right, I thought right. it was going to be one of those, and it wasn't. Right. So we start the episode with Trista coming. Trista, the original Bachelorette, Ellen is like. Ellen's a super fan. Ellen's been watching this show, and she said that when she first oh, yeah. came on the show. Ellen sees Trista is like starstruck. Trista, um, you know, I I hope this doesn't sound like a bad thing to Trista because Trista looks amazing. But like, Trista looked like she could hang with these women. You know, like it wasn't I, like listen, <laughs> like I think it's it more that these women look great than Trista looks older. But like. She like I think it's again. I want to make sure that I don't sound like I'm like downing because Trista looks no, great. I don't think so at all. I, I agree, think the other, I agree. like the I think it shows like how great these women look that you know they're hanging with Trista. I'm like, oh my god, this is like I can't. You know, it it, it made so much sense that she was there. You know, and it it was also really funny watching her come in, and then you have. You know, Ellen's really excited. The other mm-hmm. women don't really know who she is. So the other women are like, who the fuck's this? Like, <laughs> I when I saw Faith's face, it was Trista was sitting right next to Faith. And Faith was like looking at her. And she goes, so I was the first bachelorette. And Faith is like, oh, okay, okay. I, I think they thought <laughs> like, another woman was coming in for a second. That's hilarious. because And again, again, to bring it back, like Trista like kind of fit in, you know, like that's yeah. very funny. Um yeah, so Teresa talks about herself again, and, it, you know, it is... I think Teresa's just a, annoying and aloof. Like, yeah, again, I... I, I annoying. Right? She, She's yes. the PTA mom that, like, here we go. You know, like, I, I just think that's who she is. She's overexcited and annoying and can't re- really read the room and... You know, she's the I just want everybody to have fun and we can all share all the good things about each other. And nobody's right. She's not real. She's yeah. She's very like, why can't we all just have fun? And it's like the world's on fire, Teresa. Like you'd have to explain to Teresa, like why two weeks ago was a heavy week. Like she wouldn't understand. Right. You know, like what happened? What? Yeah, right. And you like you don't know what happened. And like. You'd have to ex- over explain, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like she it just seems like unaware, unaware. She would ask why someone doesn't have kids if they were trying, you know, like it feels like she'd be the one to ask a question that you wouldn't want to have to answer. You'd be like, are you out of your mind? You're asking, you know, this? why aren't you having kids to a, a couple that's been married for two years, like and trying to have kids like she'd be the one to ask. Wild. So we have a group date. It's going to be Ellen, uh, Sandra, Susan, Nancy, April, Teresa, Kathy, Faith on the group date. So that means Leslie gets the one-on-one, um, and they all celebrate for Leslie as if she won the Super Bowl. And then we go to the pickleball date. I know. The, uh, the excitement for pickleball. I I know this is like taking the country by storm especially the baby boomers. They love pickleball. My mom loves pickleball. My dad likes it. Do you like, do your parents, are they into pickleball? No, like my parents are not pickleballing. (laughs) Also, it's a whole thing out here in LA too. Yeah, it's huge. I went to this like dating app event and they had pickleball tournament. Yeah, it's basically. so weird. It's basically table tennis. It's it's like ping pong, but you're on the table, right? Like, that's kind of what it is. And there's yeah. words that go along with it. The kitchen and dings and 
dunks and whatever. So whatever. weird. I had no I, idea what they were saying. Yeah, there's a whole zeitgeist movement or oeuvre. I don't know even the word to use. And it's it's all like um, it's all cute, but it also shows you like there's not a lot of movement to this game. Like, you know, like there's no, they're not moving <laughs> can, around a lot. And I thought in my head, I'm like, well, how are all these people playing pickleball? Is everybody right, just now good you at know. it? But it's because it's not really um, you don't have to have a lot of skill to do it. It looks like you could play it from your couch. You know, you. Yeah. <laughs> like so, yeah, you just move your arms to just hit it. I, listen, I'm happy for them. They have this tournament. They get dressed in the team colors like that was kind of cool. Um, April takes a huge fall. April, who I love. I mean, April falls on the ground and, you know, Gary has to sit with her. And she's like, I'm totally fine. Like, it was just such a fun... On an episode that was very, you know, had a lot of, you know, deep moments, this was fun. I love April. Like, this just proves how much April is one of my favorite people on this show. I think she's so fun. I would want to hang out with her. I would invite her out. There's been, like... Right now. I would invite her out. I'm with you. I... There's been like little whispers of shit talking about April that happened in the beginning. I think she might have been on another reality show or uh. something. She has I I I'm kind of at the point where any shit talking of April says more about the shit talker than April to me. Like I'm like, why are you trying to bring that bring why are you trying to dim this star? You know, this is like and and there was talk of Joan being the next golden bachelorette or something. And I'm like from last week, Joan was boring. Joan was very nice, but like I don't really have any like care for Joan's love story to be honest. Like I I I think she seemed nice I and agree. whatever, but like April is who I want to see as the lead of the Golden Bachelorette, right? Yes. How fun would she be with the with these men? She right. would be so much fun. I April all the way. She's a trip. April like she's like uh, yeah, I I I you have to, re- I don't know, I, I got annoyed when people were like, Joan is the golden man. I was like, what? Why? Because she, she looks 40? Is that, you know, like, it, you know, like, it's like, it, it became. Everybody was like, oh, it's, they were just feeling bad. They were feeling bad right. because she left because she had to go be with her daughter who just had a baby. And it's like, mm. well, Sandra missed her daughter's wedding. <laughs> Well, let's get to that. So now Sandra is playing on two artificial knees and they they tell us that she's today is the day of her daughter's wedding, which what do you think about that? Uh, That's a red flag to me. I'm sorry, but that's that's a red flag to me. If if I mean, even Gary's reaction, I texted uh, Samantha about this last night and go, Mm. wait. Sandra missed her daughter's Sandra, wedding. Sandra, right? For this? It's Sandra, Sandra or Sandra. Yeah, 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 Sandra. yeah Sandra. Sandra missed her daughter's wedding for this? Like, that's kind of crazy. Even Gary's reaction was, oh, wow, that's something. Like, that raised a flag in Gary's head. Like, that's kind of fucked. Well, this is going back pissed. to like, <laughs> yeah, I'd be mad. Don't put me in the position. I don't like when people do too much for you before they know you. I I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable. Don't put me in the position where I can only let you know. Also, what's he going to do? Send her home on like right then and there? Like you can't. You And I he know. rewards it. He gives her a, a rose and you go, I know why he's do Like he did this with Kathy last week and he does this with like, you know, with these gifts and the rose and I, I, I get it, but I don't like I, I guess I'm that type, too, where I see someone doing something above and beyond for me. I'm like, I just got to make sure I like live up to that. Like I'm a people pleaser myself in a lot of respects. Mm-hmm. So like that's like and I know it's not the right thing when I'm doing it. Like I'm like like I don't think Gary I think Gary must have known giving her a rose right there. Like not really the best move. No, I mean. And even when he went, so he pulled her to the side and spoke to her and he was like, so I heard, you know, this is your daughter's wedding. And he even seemed like, what the fuck? And right. her excuse saved it a bit for me. It saved it a little bit. Still 
kind of weird, but she was like, you know, my daughter and I had a long conversation about this and she was like, mom, I found my man. I want you to go find yours. Okay, sure. But if I were her daughter, (laughs) I'd be like, listen, God knows how long it took me to get to this point and you're not going to be there. Well, here's the other thing. And we all, she's an adult. She can do whatever she wants. Like she can make a decision on her own. No one has to make this decision for her. So she made a decision. Good for her. That's okay. I would also say, uh, again, I'm with you. It's a red flag. If you know, but like we see Nancy later in the episode, see the writing on the wall and go, we're not having the connection that others are. Sandra has to see that the the connection isn't happening in the same way because right. they haven't gone on a one on one day. You know, there's got to be a point where like you see on the count and they FaceTime the daughter and that's nice. And she treats that as like, wow, what a gift to me from him. It's like. He's not God, you know, like, you know, you could go. I know she you know, the, read into that so much. And I think it was mainly because he was like, you should call your daughter. Right. <laughs> like a, Do you want to call your daughter? But like, you should fucking like call her because you should be there. I mean, right. Do you think, okay. Do you think this would be a red flag or a deal breaker for you? Deal breaker. You got, you know, you. Right. Same. You put too much into this. You've made this way more, again, it, there's a lot of pressure to the end of The Golden Bachelor anyways, but like there's pressure and to be, but trapped. I don't know, you've, a little bit trapped. I, I would feel trapped. I'd feel surrounded. I, I, yeah, I would be out. I, and also you see the date on the calendar coming up. At that point, when, it's, when you haven't had a one-on-one and you haven't kissed, I don't think they've kissed no. yet. And other people are having this connection. That, yeah. And your daughter's speech to you is, hey, I want you to find your man. And he's not your man yet. And there's, and it's, uh, I don't know. You kind of, maybe you go, hey, this was a great experience for me. My daughter's getting married. I'm going to play pickleball and then go home. Or like, I, I can, the day before, yeah, you just, something. It, it, there can be, you can get out of here. I don't know. I didn't, I, yeah. I felt, you made a really again, good point about, um, and then he, now he can't, send her home like right, right after you, you made a great point about that i was like shit i guess he can't what's he gonna do he gives her the rose that's crazy I so know. yeah and and this is gary's move he rewards this like bold behavior but i think we're getting that's why gary is in a pickle like that like he's rewarded bold behavior and it's not been taken as i'm being rewarded for bold behavior it's being taken as Oh, this guy really likes me, and and I might be found, might have found my partner. And now you have like nine women who believe that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, 
Change your clothes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So we go to the pickleball game and it's fun. I I actually think this was way more fun than any of those football games that they've ever had. Like I Jesse Palmer looked like he was like into this. Oh, he was he's in his element. He's talking about sports. He, he is killed it. ready he, he, <laughs> to dive into the pickleball. He was so into it and then Joey gets brought on our next bachelor because they're like we're going to bring on a Special guest and a professional. And I was like, professional? And it's Joey because he's a tennis instructor. He's a professional tennis player. I forgot about that. And and Joey, like, I mean, I don't know if this was a good commercial for The Bachelor. It made me, like, you know, like, Gary look good. Like, I don't know. Joey wasn't the star here. I, what did you think of him on this show? Like, I don't know if it, it was helpful. I don't know. I think the whole... He wasn't helpful at all. And I wonder, was this filmed um, before he filmed the batch, like before, like after the final rose and everything? Because he's had the old hair. He looked like the old <laughs> version of Joey. It wasn't. He wasn't the, the hot Joey I, you knew. I yeah. Attract, yeah. I wasn't attracted to Joey on charity <coughs> season. Mm. But I was into Joey at the after the final rose when he was announced. And I was mm-hmm. like, smash. And then I went we went back and I was like, uh. This isn't uh, the Joey that I know. Yeah, it was a different Joey. I I agree with you. It was schlubby Joey. It wasn't, you know, leading man Joey. Joey. Yeah, schlubby Joey. But yeah, this doesn't really, I mean, he didn't give them any real point. Like it didn't, he didn't add anything. Right. So, you know, again, like the excitement we had for the Golden Bachelor, it's like, oh, and now we got this guy coming in and you go, I don't know. Um, It didn't make, I... If anything, it made me want more Goldens, less regulars. Uh-huh. You know? Sure. Yeah. So, I want more Golden Bachelors for right. sure. I'm obsessed with this. Right. I was more fun with April falling and winking at the camera than Joey showing up and, like, being the tennis instructor. So. Yes. So then we have Teresa pulling Kathy aside. And Kathy sets very strong boundaries and Teresa is is pretty open and then Kathy kind of like it just was a pit bull in this conversation. She was really intense with this conversation and I felt and I was really really feeling for Teresa because again, I think you're right, she's just completely unaware mm. and and just kind of an airhead about all the stuff that she's saying and isn't really reading the room and um didn't really take the note that Kathy tried to give before about, hey, this makes me feel uncomfortable. Right. And now at this point, Kathy has just taken it to a new level and was just, honestly, she was just a bitch. I, I was really yeah. like, I felt bad for Teresa in this in, at this moment. I mean, the zip it hit me in my core, you know, like that was like a, you know, what do they call it? Like a core memory? Like it just felt yeah, like when that. your teacher. Yeah. If it was very teacher energy, zip it. You Ooh, know, it was. Cause that was me. I was always fucking talking in school. Right. And so it was like, okay, zip it. And I'm like, Ooh, that yeah, it, it, it shook me. It, it, um, she even did the zipping motion on her mouth. It was, yeah, it, it it had it all. It was very um jarring. It it was uh triggering. <laughs> it was uh, it's just the, a lot. It was it was the best part about this is that the way Kathy handled this. So there's a lot of there's a lot of comparisons to Kathy and Caitlyn Jenner mm. and in my head this is what Caitlyn this is how Caitlyn Jenner would act. I don't this think Caitlyn be... Jenner would be I think she would be acting like this, like really cold. This is my exact. I was like, this cues up. Right. And so I, I really lost it with Kathy in this. I'm like, man, right. you Ka- suck. 
Kathy has definitely given, um, you know, she's she now has given me like a phrase to use on people that they have zip it energy. Like zip it it's energy. an aura. Yeah. Um, so Teresa tells Gary about the conversation uh, with with Kathy and then Gary pulls aside Kathy and it doesn't go well. Um, it it, it no. was um, it, it, you could it tell like it's oh, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. It, it, and you could tell it was over for Kathy. right then and there and I think she knew that too right yeah I mean he brought it up and he was like I'm not really happy about this and it's it's very funny watching Gary handle like confrontation or things that you know upsetting situations and it's it's still even in like a positive way (laughs) like I'm not is this how dads are you know I, I Right. I don't have a sister, but is this how dads are with daughters, really? No. Is this like the Man. dad and her? No. It, okay. I mean, I mean, my dad would like, definitely is it mom yell at that, me that like, does the zip it or no, is it and mom dad is, is the, definitely harder always. Yeah. But <laughs> because I think dad is still just like a little bit scared because it's three against one, you know, because right. like in my family, it's, there's me and my sister and then there's my mom. And so. I think he's a little bit scared, so he lets my mom handle like the really tough ones. But right. my dad would still lay down the law. Okay, um, yeah, because I was just watching him with Kathy, and you—he is restrained. Like he's not gonna like. Yeah. But he was like, "I'm gonna let you know I'm disappointed. Like I, I'm mm-hmm. not into this. It, it wasn't a mad. I'm disappointed. It, that was his energy. And how it even ended? She was just like, you know, I'm still. We're still people looking what to meet someone or something and he was like okay like right. it was over he was like all right <laughs> whatever you say i'm sending you home next rose ceremony and kathy even yeah. knew it she was like now i'm not getting a rose i'm going home because of Teresa. it's like right. no babe it's because well, of what you did because right and just because you've got again this is when you're here for love and the game is the game the game can consume you. It feels like Kathy got consumed by the game of we're women competing for one man, not we're people here for maybe, uh, you know, this is where the Instagram opportunities where, you know, she's not here for anything, but I just want to, I know, you know, win over Teresa. She was, you know, so that's why it kind of came up. She was very good. So Sandra, They all look good. I got to say, they get those, those, what are they called when it's one color? Oh, the, uh, the monochrome. Oh, come on. Monochrome. Thank you. Yeah. Monochrome. Our fashion it, it, expert, it, uh, Jared Freed. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> so Sandra gets the rose, uh, gets the reward rose for missing her daughter's wedding. I and, can't. Uh, it was too much. Uh, Leslie has a date on the four wheeler. Uh, Gary pulls up on the four wheeler. It's a very bachelor date. They even have the hot tub at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, she says she's been single for 22 years and she had she was a single mom. So she was married twice, single for 22 years, felt like, she, you know, single mom and then was like supported by her kids. Now her kids are like she said she was alone, but now. What did you think of the whole Leslie? And then she gets a rose at the end. What did you think of the whole Leslie experience? I don't know. Like, I I I agree with you so much when you were saying, like, the stakes are high with these women yeah. and all of these women are falling hard and all of them are falling quick. And I, and I wonder if they all actually mean it. Not because, you know, they're looking for something else, but I think maybe they're forcing it. You know, mm. like I, how could all of these women? Po- I mean, Gary is a great guy, clearly, and is very attentive and he's listening to you and he he is the whole package. But even if you have somebody that's the whole package in front of you, does that really mean that you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm falling for this person or, you know, I, I I'm right. in love with this person. It it feels like Leslie is trying to cling on to something that I don't know if I necessarily see between them. 
Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't I, know. Uh, like I like I saw it with Faith and Gary the first night. Like I'm like, that's what we're looking for. She got the mm-hmm, first impression. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's the the connection, the instant chemistry that you kind of look for. And I think with Leslie, in my opinion, it seems kind of forced. Yeah, and even Leslie says she has a bad picker. That was like Leslie's whole thing is that like she's and you kind of get this vibe that she's like kind of a little bit she's gone with the wrong men or like gone yeah. even the way she 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 does lead with sex appeal she you know where and you know Ellen and Gary it, it seems very emotional it seems very mm-hmm. like I want to do pickleball together and listen this is not the fault of Leslie because Gary you can tell he's like it does feel like dog Gary comes out around Leslie. And oh, yeah. Again, sometimes it shows you that, like, no matter your age, that connection is that connection. Sometimes you just have this, like, sexual chemistry. Not to, you know, I'm not, it is a little bizarre to talk no, about. No, it's true. Gary and Leslie have a sexual chemistry. You can tell there's an attraction, but you, you, you kind of can also tell that Leslie. Maybe that's gotten her trouble in the and that's where her picker has been off because it does seem like she, you know, the way she talks about dating and men and her relationships, it, it does seem like it's like, you know, hot and heavy and then cools off very quickly. Like, I know. And and I don't know if Gary is that is her type. And I feel like she's overcorrecting. Not that guy. I yeah. think she's overcorrecting is like, oh, this is, you know, if you go for bad boys and then you just go for the super nerdy nice one you're like he's gonna treat right. me right and then it's like oh fuck i actually really don't like this guy you know that kind right. of a, it's an overcorrection. i don't know I, I i liked their date and they clearly do have chemistry i also like leslie a lot i think she's also one of my yeah. favorite people on the show but i, I don't know it, it feels yeah you, it doesn't feel it, right. it, there's something something is off because even gary like kermit the gary like Oh, you, Kermit you had your hair Gary. flow. Kermit the Gary, Kermit the Gary with his hair. He goes, you had your hair flowing out the back, and you seem to really have a good time. And it's like, I don't know. There's something on. missing here. Yeah. But they do, you know, she gets a rose, and they go in the hot tub, and all that Classic good stuff. Classic hot tub and in it, the middle of nowhere. Right. I mean, such a bachelor date. Uh, so we had the never have I ever moment. April kissed another woman's husband. So I guess maybe that's the shit talking I'm getting. Um, yeah. S- Sandra says her and her husband had sex everywhere, which good for them. Maybe that's why she had to have the knees replaced. Yeah. Oh, look. <laughs> <laughs> Susan was with a woman sexually. I'm obsessed. Susan. Never saw that coming. You know, I did. I, I, yeah, okay. You know, I okay. was when they when they asked that, I was like, you know what, Susan, <laughs> and she took a bite Good of that ice Susan. cream. Yeah, I like that they played with ice cream. I've never seen, never have I ever played with ice cream before. I I thought it was, uh, it it was great. I was smiling through that whole thing. The whole thing. And shout out to Sandra for being lactose intolerant <laughs> and going for the ice cream and then having to sit out of the rose ceremony. You know what? She knew. She was she like, was Fuck sick. This. I got the rose. I got the rose right. earlier. I'm going to take the night. I'll participate and take the night. <laughs> I'm good for a so week. We go to the pre-rose ceremony, which it is happening like early bird special. He does come in like in the afternoon for the cocktail hour like before the rose ceremony and so he gives susan a rose quartz for empathy and strength again these gifts out of nowhere i i don't understand it like i i I, it's like you're gonna give her a rose later it seems but then they make out like big time the way i cried when he gave her the rose quartz i actually really Wow. I don't know why it brought out that emotion. I think because I've learned to love Susan so much. I think we mm. had this impression of Susan when, when the show first came out and they announced the contestants and we see her and we're like, oh my God, Chris Jenner. She was a joke. And then right. she becomes this like super lovable character. 
throughout this House entire mother. season. Yes. Yeah. I'm obsessed with her. And then he gives her this rose quartz and she's so sweet and she starts crying and then I start crying and I'm like, oh my God. She's, uh, it was the sweetest moment. I loved it. I loved yeah, it. I, I, it is, um, she has, she's a late bloomer on this show. And I mean, I was surprised again, he gives her the gifts and I'm like, is he rewarding her for just being cool in the house? Like I know for and, and, and in the same way you just describe her like that's kind of her role has become lovable and then they make out and I'm like oh maybe like there's something maybe he's into it I don't yeah, know and he so Kathy is Kathy also looks out the window and watches them make out like you could just tell she's Piss. going through it like yeah she's just and then asks you know Kathy here's the thing about Kathy like your whole premise was like, let's keep to ourselves all these moments we're having. Mm-hmm. And then she looks at Susan and she's like, what did, what did he give you? And it's like, you're about to hurt your own feelings, Kathy. Like, yeah. is that what you, so maybe Kathy needs all the information. Maybe we're not, I, you know, I know she, she, maybe she's putting herself in these situations to get her feelings hurt because, you know, when she asked to see the Rose Quartz, I was like, oh, what are you doing? Why is this okay? It's also, I don't know. It, it, a lot of this, the gifts and stuff, I know this isn't necessarily about Kathy, but just thinking about like her watching get her get the gift and this and that and knowing about it, it kind of also ruins the rose ceremony for me. Yeah. Because I, it's like, well, it's down to Susan and Kathy and... Uh, whoever else, whoever was the third person, um, April, that goes home. And I was like, well, I know Susan's staying. You just gave her a gift. Right. He's not going right, to send her right. home now. It's like, why? I get the gift thing, but then it's like, it's a spoiler almost. Right. And it makes me think that this is like Gary's idea. Like, I don't think that, I think he's going, it feels like he's like going to these producers like, really want to give her a gift like it feels very much like my grandfather he would he do would something very something similar i want to get her a gift i want to get that woman a gift. like and you're like i it just feels like something my grandfather would do he would like i don't know it's um yeah i don't i don't like the gifts i don't like this like it, what are you what are you giving a rose plus like you know, uh, know. you know like it's like a super rose um so Sandra's in bed and he because the eating the ice cream from telling everyone she fucked all over the house. And then um, Ellen <laughs> opens up to Gary. Ellen tells him he's she's falling in love with him. And I'm like, this is the moment when you start putting together everything you put together. Sandra, Mr. Daughter's wedding. You know, Susan's got a, you know, a crystal up her ass. Um, <laughs> Leslie. Leslie was single for 22 years. Um, Ellen just said she's falling in love with Gary. I'm like, fuck, Gary, yeah. you're screwed. How is he going to make the how 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 is he going to make these decisions? He even had right. it's not even like he's down to the final three. He still has a lot of women left. How yeah. I wouldn't be able to make this decision. No, and and Nancy then pulls him aside and is like, I'm out. You know, and and it makes yeah. sense, Nancy, and Nancy who. Gorgeous. I, I got to say, Nancy is what like she looks like uh, Aunt Becky, like, you know, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I could see she's, that. She's I could just see that. I, so Nancy's out and she hobbles her way home. And now we're at the rose ceremony and the only one left from Askin, the whole Askin group. We're telling you to leave. Get out of here. Um, I know. We're asking. You're asking. You're asking. We're telling. We're telling. <laughs> so Nancy, April, and Kathy go home, and Su- Susan's the only one left from asking. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. 
Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's do some quick categories. You ready? All right. Yeah. Let's do it. First impression, Rose. Who are you giving it to? Um, I'm doing the Rose Quartz. That was like. You liked it. I loved it. That was so sweet. Again, I, I it, was a spoil, it was a spoiler, but that had me in my feels. I think it's mainly because I like Susan so much. I'm rooting for Susan. I don't think that they're endgame at all. I don't think that they have a future, but mm-hmm. I love Susan. She. I hey next golden bachelorette we mentioned April. I'd like to see Susan in that role too. I'm with you. I kind of um, would too. Right, a lot of a lot yeah. of Sunday sauce. Uh, I'm giving it to Never Have I Ever. I I never thought this Great. was a fun game. They they played it to perfection. I I loved it. I I I think there should be a Never Have I Ever group date. Uh, yes. Wouldn't I that need be to know. fun? I like, need to take know. a step. You know how they do that thing on online where they'll have like people like take a step towards whatever oh, yeah, side the, you're on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I think they should do that with like a never have I ever step forward if you've ever, you know, done this, done this, whatever. Yes. Do you know? Let's let's do a you know. I don't know. That was so much fun. Uh, villain of the week. We both had Kathy. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean there was no brainer. She was just so nasty. And for what? Bachelor and, B- Bachelor and Boca. Who are we said in the Boca? April. April. I mean, I'm, I'm obsessed. The, obsessed. The fall and the wink at the end. I love her. Right. And the, and the trinkets she wears in her hair. Like, it's like she's she's just full of trinkets. and. Tchotchkes. I was sad when she went home. I was like, yeah, damn. Me too. But I knew. We lost a character. Yeah. Um, cringe Harrison Award. What was your cringy moment? I also agree. It was we have the same thing, but I same thing. agree. It was the it was the overhype of the pickleball. I mean, Ellen played Ellen. this game. <gasps> pickleball <laughs> was the Olympics. Gary's voice is Kermit. Ellen is a is a like cab driver who's been smoking cigarettes for thirty years. Like it is. <laughs> yeah, pickleball. You're like okay, Ellen, chill. Yeah, I don't know. Whoever's like out there calling this a sport, I I don't know. <laughs> it's just no. it was fun though. It was cringy, but it was fun. It was it like it was their life, and they're on the cover of Pickleball magazine. Ellen thought that was like the cover of Vogue. It really the I forgot about that 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 cover shot. The idea that that was like a big deal to someone. Oh, you're gonna be an in pickle magazine. It's like okay, <laughs> it's so funny. Who gets that mailed to them? What mailer? Right, who's on that? Yeah, what? Okay, who's on that mailer? Who gets the rose this week? I had um, I had Ellen. I I I like your choice though. I had Ellen. I thought like you know, say, being the person. I mean, it feels like she like sprinted to the I love you land pretty early, but. It yes. didn't seem like she was doing it to win. It felt like she really felt it. So I think she did too. I think she yeah. really did too. They've had some moments. I mean, they had a one-on-one date, and um, she won the pickleball thing. I mean, they've they've spent some time together more than a lot of the other women. Also, Ellen's a super fan of the show. Like Ellen's obviously watched every season. I think that plays into it, like the belief in the show. Like if you watch it from the angle of like, like we watch it with a cynical eye. If she's been watching it for mm-hmm. years and years and like, I'm sure she's like, this is like, uh, again, I've said this in the beginning, but like for Ellen, it does feel like her 80 for Brady, her Thelma and Louise, her adventure, her, this is her mm-hmm. rom-com. Like this is her yeah. movie, you know? So I could understand that she's like, swept up in that and that's like the hard part of like if i'm gary i'm like fuck how do you I don't break that hard her movie yeah 
So I know. Oh, or or he's falling in love with her. Maybe it's a happy ending for them. I don't know. What do you? Who'd uh, you have? I had Susan. I, I mean, I'm not. Yeah. I've talked about her the whole episode. I just. I love Susan. I think it's because I thought I was going to make fun of her so much. Mm-hmm. And now I'm obsessed. She's the house mom. She's like it, 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 it. There's a warmth to her. And like, you know, again, Gary noticed that he gave her the, you know, the the quartz. <laughs> the rose quartz. What do you do with stones like that? Like, do you just put them? Put it's it a paperweight. I thought it was. Yeah, like, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it just put like it on a trinket that I have in my room that I don't need. Right. I guess you put them on like a shelf in the dining room that you never use that doesn't exist in homes anymore. Like that. <laughs> Remember I know that? what you're you talking know. about. Yeah. Yeah. Every home would have the dining room that you never dine in. And then. Why do we have that? That's so bizarre. Know. My parents had that. And then finally, when I graduated, I think it was when I graduated college or graduated high school, something, they redid their kitchen. And mm. they're like, let's knock this fucking wall down and make right. a bigger kitchen. <laughs> Why yeah, do we have this they, dining room we literally never eat in? It's going to be one of those relics that we look back on and like the Smithsonian, like that's how people lived. Uh, like because the idea of a dining room is just I mean, I, I saw someone's house a couple weeks ago. They're like, no one does that anymore. And I'm like, yeah, we why also had we a living that? room, like a, a living room or a family room that we never were in either. Like we had the right. main family room that was connected to the kitchen. And then you had the nice dining room. Right. That was connected to a, a nicer like entry room that had a yeah, couch and no, everything I, in it. But we I, never were in there. I know exactly what you're talking about. It, it's so weird. Everyone was on the same page for these like <laughs> houses. Yeah. This was a memory that was unlocked. Like I remember this right. stuff, but I didn't think about it. Wow. Here we are. So, no. I mean, no one looks like they had a dining room and a room that no one used more than Susan. So I, I think she'll connect with this as well. Well, we did it. Um, that's it. Yeah. All right. We'll so back we'll be back. Week. Yeah. Next week with another episode of Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. Um, make sure you are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor, which fun fact, uh, when I was mm. at Dancing with the Stars after the show, uh, this girl came up to me and she was like, I have to introduce myself. My name's I think her name was Kellen. She was like, I work for ABC and you guys have my favorite Bachelor account out of all the Bachelor accounts. Oh, my God. Like, Amazing. I was like, what? She goes, you guys are so funny. She goes, I love your Instagram account. It's the best one. So thanks for your support. So you heard it from we the mouth it. of ABC. Go, follow us on Instagram at The Bachelor. And then you can follow me at K York City. And I'm at Jared Free. Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to Bachelor at Betches.com. Betches.